Hello, howdy doody. How we all doing? I'm Hi, Dad. And that's I'm Bailey. Bailey. We are the Heavy Boys from the Mutt Boys, and this is our podcast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? Um, I'm good. I haven't had a proper coffee in like two weeks, so this is like this is really good. <laughs> Got them good beans, yeah, bro, and not them fucking baked beans, bro. Fuck that shit to me. Um, no, but I'm I'm okay. I'm doing all right, man. Just traveling. It's fucking hot again today. Yeah, bro. I um, like, it is so hot. I woke up. It wasn't too bad, and I just went to hang out some washing then, and I broke out into a proper sweat. Like I am sweating right like, now. This sitting is not here ideal. I'm not happy. And it's not even proper summer yet, bruv. So. Oh, fuck. We're in, we were complaining about this last week, and I'm happy to complain about it like every week until. I was going to say every week off. until it's not hot. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> legit, hey. I am so over it already, Con. Like, s- spring, if spring was just consistently cold, I wouldn't be having this problem. Yeah. But here we are. <laughs> Fucking dogs. Fucking dogs, mate. And how about you, Barley? How about you? How what have you been up to, mate? Uh, a bit of work. Uh, a bit of bit of cold war, mate. I picked up that boy. Yes. We played a bit last Finally. night, didn't we? It's good. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, I was um wondering what your opinions were on it because I mean I've kind of just been in my own world when it comes to the cold war. So I wanted to see what you thought about it because you only just picked it up recently. Yeah. Um, I hated Modern Warfare's multiplayer. I didn't like anything about it. They tried to go tactical on a non-tactical sort of game in the past and it, I just feel like it didn't work. It wasn't what it was meant to be, but this is, this is definitely a step back in the right direction. You know, Black Ops have always been fantastic games, so I'm glad they've kind of kept the ball rolling here it feels great it looks great i enjoy it i don't think there's anything i hate about it yet or just don't like maybe that there's not enough maps but we are getting out new town tomorrow i believe so that'll be that'll be lit it will be lit but that only brings the map count to nine yeah exactly like black ops 4 even launched with 12 maps mm-hmm. and i was reading i was watching a couple of youtubers who were kind of talking about how little content black ops actually has mm. and saying like look if they were actually good at maps and at, at making maps the first map we wouldn't be getting like the first map we would be getting wouldn't be nuketown yeah and a uh, recycled five. map yeah you know we wouldn't be getting nuketown and half of black ops 4's dlcs were recycled maps just yeah. made bigger mm-hmm. so um i think my issue i'm just going to get the issue out of the way because like it, you can tell it has been rushed. You can tell it's not really been through all of the testing and quality assurance that Modern Warfare did. Mm. But it hasn't lost anything. Like, it's still Black Ops. It's still Call of Duty. It just doesn't feel anywhere close to being as polished as what Modern Warfare yeah. did. And that's my only issue with the game. Besides that, like, I think the movement is a thousand times better mm-hmm. than Modern Warfare. Um, although the animations for the movement yeah. are very clunky, like I've played three hours, I think I can shit on this game a little bit. Um, 
the the audio is fantastic as mm-hmm. well. I I have I've always been able to pinpoint exactly where an enemy is oh, coming 100%. from. And if I die to that person, it's because I'm a fuckhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like a modern big warfare, fuckhead. <laughs> you've got to like you've got to differentiate between like the ha- the floorboards the fucking fan <laughs> 20 yards away, the, the stomping of all of your teammates on top of all of their, like, enemies' footsteps. Then you've got fucking, like, bomber planes coming past mm-hmm. and they're not even dropping anything. They're just, like, in the map. They're just vibing. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my biggest... Like, uh, like, probably... I, I don't get around that. Yeah, that's probably my biggest downfall with the last one was definitely the sound design was piss poor. Um, skill-based matchmaking is a problem mm-hmm. in black ops uh I especially don't, I, don't think, yeah, I think on. right now in the early days as well i think they should have left it a little while because right now if you play say two really good games in a row you're then going to go up against the whole entire phase team yeah i well, think you know what? they should have like, left it a little while like how they um yeah how in the alpha right where we all played it and in the beta when we went to play that um, notice how some of the games in the beta were just tough as fuck for no apparent reason. I didn't play the beta, but I did hear that. Skill-based matchmaking. They carried mm. it over from the alpha. Righto. So I guarantee I guarantee they've carried skill-based matchmaking from the beta, if you played it, mm. all the way over to full release. I reckon okay. that's what they've done. I reckon that's exactly what they've fucking done because I, my first games of multiplayer were not easy at all. Yeah, righto. <laughs> they were fucking hard. Yeah, see, I didn't play I, it, so when I came into it, it wasn't super cracked lobbies. So. It still would have had your details from okay. the alpha. Yeah. Right-o. That's what they've been doing. It's, I found it's, it more it's, so it's, now than when I started, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, the player base now would have tripled, quadrupled mm-hmm. in size since the alpha, which was just PlayStation. So yeah, 100%. You'd, you'd like to hope that, you know, for the amount of... T- time that you put into the alpha you'd like to hope that you weren't going to get like bum sweat dripping lobbies you know what i mean like my first five to six games of multiplayer were sweaty as fuck <laughs> like, yeah, I, right I, I couldn't i couldn't do a whole lot i, I mean think... I, I i could hold i could hold my own for a little mm. bit and then just all of a sudden i just tank i couldn't deal with it but now i'm sitting pretty on a 1.3 kd yeah, which isn't bad at all considering the skill-based matchmaking. I think I'm down to 1.03. Yeah, you're using launchers though, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm and still funny. learning mouse and keyboard, so, you know, each their yeah. own, I guess. That'll look <laughs> I'll, I'll keep throwing out excuses all day. <laughs> yeah, no, standard. I wouldn't expect anything less. Um, But I'd also like to give a shout-out to zombies. I feel like... um. This is the best zombies has been in a long time. Um, they've not only just changed up how you play the game, but like how often you want to play. You know what I mean? They've added, not that there wasn't one since Black Ops 3, but they've mm-hmm. added, they got rid of gobble gums and they've just made you like unlock these these crystals that you can just buy straight into upgrading perks, weapon classes. Like that's fantastic. I love can craft things. Fucking, I have to just 
rely on Max Amos to replenish your um, lethals, your tacticals, stim shots, stuns, decoys, symbol monkeys. You know, they all make a return. Yeah. And stim shots are a fucking massive shout too. Oh, especially yeah. Especially for zombies. You don't think, you don't realize how good stims are, especially, and even stuns too. Stuns are the biggest fucking shout in the world. If you're if you're fucked and you just need to be able to clear out two to three seconds of time so you can get out of whatever corner you just put yourself in, throw down a stun, blast about, blast straight down the middle of the zombies and you're out. Yeah. And not only that, you get ten points for every stunned zombie, and the stun radius oh, is fucking damn. huge. So if you really are cornered, you throw it straight down at your feet, you'll fucking nearly get three times what it would be for a normal kill. Mm-hmm. Um, you can exfil, so if you feel like you are getting overwhelmed and you just want to fucking quit, you can. Um, Easter egg's pretty easy to do. So, like, I don't know, you can get it done by round 20 if you really want. Um, and overall, like, just some really good quality of life improvements for zombies. Yeah, I haven't played any of it yet, but what I've seen, it does look like the best zombies have done. As yeah, a whole. it's it's pretty tough because I've played every single zombie a mm. lot. Uh, probably Black Ops Four the least. Um, although I would still say um, Black Ops Four zombies was better than fun. three. Uh, I don't know. Three three's still pretty good. I would mm. probably rate three higher than four. Purely because three actually still holds a lot of the core values that zombies had had since like World at War. Whereas Black yeah. Ops Four, they kind of just got rid of it all. Like because of Blackout, they chose a health. They had to have a health system, which means they couldn't have Juggernog because it just they couldn't fucking work out how to have both going at the <laughs> same time. Um, you know, and then. Like, yes, the gameplay advancements in four shit all over three, but at the end of the day, if three is fundamentally more fun to play with more diverse maps than what you actually get in Black Ops 4, I think every map in Black Ops 4 Zombies was a remake, except yeah, for the was. new, except for the new map. IX, was it? Yeah. IX, uh, Voyage of Despair, yeah. and there was Night of Something or Rather. But then that had like vampires and werewolves, and that's where it started getting really weird. And the fans <laughs> didn't respond very well to no. it, so they just shit canned it and went back to the original storyline. But it's nice to see that they're like bringing Weaver in from the original Black Ops storyline. Mm. He doesn't, he obviously doesn't have a part in the campaign, which is just terrible anyway. Don't play it. Um, so it's nice to see him get some of the spotlight back. I wonder if it's the same voice actor for Weaver. I'm not sure. Because it's not the same voice actors for Woods, Hudson, and no. Mason, which is pretty shitty. Yeah, very. And and even playing the campaign like once through, like they say it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. It just tries to connect Black Ops 1 to Modern Warfare and then says it's a sequel. So effectively what it's trying to do is retcon Black Ops two to four? Because mm. like they don't even like 
where Black Ops Cold War is set is technically after the events of Black Ops 2's past yeah. moments. So, like, for Cold War to not even touch on Black Ops 2 in any way, like, they don't mention that Woods had disappeared and that they had to find him from Raul Menendez. Like, Menendez gets mentioned, but he's not, like, referenced as a villain. Yeah. And, like, Mason has all these numbers things happen, but they don't, like going to the fact that he's, you know, he had been retired and he was with his son, David, like none of that matters. So I think they've, I think they've effectively retconned Black Ops 2 to 4 just to make Black Ops 1 link in with Modern Warfare. So then this next whole season and every uh, season going ahead from now on, it's all going to be one giant franchise. Yeah. Hmm. There's even modern one of modern warfare's villains, one of the new modern warfare villains, is in Cold War campaign. Like, okay, it's effectively <laughs> confirmed. They've already okay. they've already said it. So, right, oh, yay. Okay, boys. Um, <laughs> I mean, just to finally stop like talking so much shit, I'd probably give it like a four. It's a fucking solid game, and despite mm. its issues, which I can overlook, because to me there aren't really a lot, because I'm not exactly Especially, playing the yeah. multiplayer. Mm. But I mean, I don't know if you've experienced many issues. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that you would have. Not really. It's more so just like the throwing animation of grenades is a bit slow, or just little things like that. Like, no biggie. Just throw your grenade. Plan to throw your grenade early. Work around it, sort of thing. Like no big fundamental problems. No, not yet. Except for the fact that they keep nerfing snipers. <laughs> I mean, we've seen some pretty cracked kids with them, so I'm kind of happy for them to get nerfed. Yeah, but what's the point of nerfing snipers? Oh, yeah. Is that it's a sniper? Is that is that not what they're supposed to be for? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly just, right. It's like when they nerfed the ray gun. You didn't need to nerf the ray gun. You, you, it's you, the ray gun. You nerfed, you nerfed an ultra weapon. What was the point of making it an ultra weapon? Just buff every other weapon, mm-hmm. just, just the slightest bit. There was no need to fucking nerf the MP5. Just buff every other weapon mm-hmm. a slight bit and see how they all fare. Because now the AK's fucking busted. The 74 mm-hmm. used busted. <laughs> yeah. Rather than nerf, just buff everything else and make it more fair. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. you're just going to have that. Then you, you're going to go through that whole yeah. rebalancing act. Exactly right. So, just more work I mean, for the bullfrog, them. dude. The bullfrog fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking get it, man. But, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a four out of five. Yeah. Black Ops Cold War is solid. We also, uh, we went and watched, well, we didn't go anywhere and watch anything, but we watched one of the uh, Maggot Fest shows, the one with Void Division victims and such. It was cool. Did Void of Vision play? Oh, not Void of Vision. Diamond Construct. I, I was going to say, was, yeah. holy fuck. I'm <laughs> like, I knew Diamond Construct were going to Yeah, be no, there, Diamond Construct, my bad. Woo! I thought the Diamond Construct show was the best out of them all on that, like, that live, sh- that stage, essentially. Is, I think um, that's what they're calling them, stages. Let me go back to that stage, because I totally, I watched all three. Mm. It was a big day of music and oh, um, it was a very big fucking day of music. But I, um, just because we brought up Diamond Construct first, I uh, actually want to just say how bad Kynan sounded. 
yeah, I thought that as well. Like he, he did sound really off, whether it was like not having played shows in so long. Well, here's the thing though, right? Because this is like, oh, I've seen them twice in the flesh. This this, mm-hmm. this show is like the third time I've seen them. And when I've seen them live, Kynan's always had an issue with vocal mixing. Like he's never been yeah. up high enough. Even when he's like screaming, you can hear mm-hmm. him, but your cleans are just not there. Yeah. And um, it's not really any better in this. Like, I feel like he, his vocals like stand out, but he just sounded like shit too. Yeah. So maybe I feel like maybe it, it's a bit of vocal mixing. Maybe it is a bit of kind and just not really being in the swing of it again. Yeah, I feel like it. It really stood out when he went from say the kind of the more talking or clean parts straight into the screams. Because obviously when they record mm-hmm. the songs, he's not doing it all in one bit. It's recording chunks and then putting them quite close together or over the top. So when he would go from one to the other really quickly, that's where I felt like it stood out a lot. Yeah. Um, but I love the inclusion of their DJ now. I think it adds an awesome element to their live show, breaking up each song with a cool little techno sort of beat and leading into the songs. It just adds an awesome live sort of vibe to the show. I think it sounds sick. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see them live now mm-hmm. with that with guy the DJ. There. Yeah, yeah. However, in saying that, um, I, I worry about the kind of people it's going to bring to the shows now. Because, mm. <laughs> like, I just I, I saw when I watched Diamonds part in Pulse of the Maggots, I just like got really scared that gonna like the shows are just gonna turn into like the crowds that issues bring in and things like fucking like the word alive and just all those (laughs) weird goth cunts and like i'm i'm all about the emo goth look i just don't want to see like every motherfucker at the show looking like that especially because i'm not gonna look like that (laughs) like that's just so weird and i know that like part of the whole goth emo thing is to be like oh like we're individuals. We must stand strong. And uh, so like, I mean, they can be their small little group of weirdos. That's fine. I just don't want to have like every weird cunt in the one small room. Is was like weird going and watching the day to remember in 2016, 2016. Maybe 15. No, it was 16. Because I think 15 was big ass tour of, with um Amity. Uh, Amity, yeah. So yeah, which I didn't go then. to. It was 16 because that's when um issues opened issues. up for him. Oh my god, the wannabe crabs, bro. There were so <laughs> many wannabe crabs getting around there. <laughs> like, Just clip clopping around. Bro, and clip clopping and TikTok and like all the fucking fat goth people were there too and like their fucking leather skinny jeans and like their fucking wallet chains. Trench coats. Oh, cunt, man. Fuck. I... Especially because that <laughs> show was at the end of the year as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was in December. Yeah. So it would have been a very I... warm day. Only, um, actually, it was pretty cool. Oh, well, there you go. It was, it was raining that day because I remember oh. me and my brother uh, went to that show. It was like the first show that Caleb and I went to that wasn't just like at Kiwana. So it was pretty big for him. Mm. 
Um, yeah, it was raining, and I remember we like brought jumpers and we had ponchos just in case we didn't fucking need them. Um, but like, it was still a pretty cool night. Can, but I think that was just because it would it was raining like the whole yeah. way up to Brisbane. But yeah, that was a fucking yeah good show, weird show. But yeah, no back to parts of the match. I feel like that that stage is definitely the best. I had the yep. better bands and the better shows. The victims was so fucking good. Um, a little bit blown away to fucking see that chick drummer. Oh yeah, I didn't, didn't neither did I. And she goes hard because we. I remember when we talked about the album, we said how good the drumming was. Yeah, I mean like. Not to take away like saying girls can't be good drummers, but I was yeah quite blown away because she's good a good drummer full stop, like better than yeah yeah no I want to know how the payment sort of stuff worked because you could tell some bands definitely put in a lot more effort for their stages for their recording sort of so whether they got more money and they were able to put more money into it or other bands just took more money for themselves because some of them were a bit meh compared to like say your diamond construct and so i thought they had a six stage setup they had all the like, yeah, led screens behind them good light show yeah i feel like they can kind of do that they were supposed to go on tour like twice yeah. this year already since mm-hmm. covid and they haven't been able to so i suppose they can kind of waste their tour budget on something like that mm. um maybe if a band didn't have that to begin with and then did this like they just have to do it over Zoom yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I mean, like it, it's if that's the only way that you can get it done. I mean, I respect it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's a hustle. To be able to make music like that, you know, is just fucking incredible. So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying with the stage setups, though. Like some really put some effort effort into it, and also makes it hard. I think when all your band members live so far away. Oh yeah. Like I know Diamond Construct essentially all live together. Like they're yeah. hanging hanging out with each other day all in day time, out. Yeah. Kynan and Braden are brothers, so like you can't really avoid each other <laughs> realistically. But um one fifty six silence was fucking yeah, sick. Yeah. That was now, a I sick show. I think the, did they open it? Um, that stage? just about. Just yeah. about. They were one of the opening bands. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good show. And um and I also want to throw out Hacktivist because they mm. re- they actually had a fucking dope show. Yeah. And um, it, I'm upset that they haven't actually released any new music <laughs> recently. Um, but it's nice to know that, you know, they are a band. That, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, they are still better, but whatever. Get fucked yeah they're, they're still doing it man they they right. so yeah no uh pulse of the maggots was fucking good hopefully yeah. um they, they can do another like interim one yeah or not, even maybe I was not like say, going forward they still you know do their not fest but they do this as well like every year or so and give exposure to those smaller bands and it doesn't mean that they have to fly out you know like it would have been quite hard getting diamond construct over to america i imagine so it's cool that they can just do it in their own backyard and still get exposure from one of the biggest bands in the metal world ever. So, yeah, I would yeah. like to see them continue to do it forever, pretty much. Shine some light. It, yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, and um, 
definitely a good way for the scene to just grow and evolve. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of, in, not influence, I feel like there was a lot of, um, a lot of metal bands in this lineup. Yeah. Across all the stages. Yeah. And not just in like the whole new metal, like we had the metal core, we had the death core, new metal sound mm. type thing going on. And it was like, it's, it's making a comeback. Bro. Oh, like, big. Fuck, I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love new metal, but I don't love it that much. <laughs> you don't want to break out your red new era and throw a wallet train on? Maybe some dickies? Next, we're going to start drinking Rockstar again. <laughs> uh, Heavy Boys sponsored by Rockstar. Next episode. Get your dick, get your dicky chains out. You're damn straight. You know where it is, boys. Now, um, Bailey, you, uh, we wanted to have a talk about some albums, but there's not really anything coming up. So I don't know. I think we said to ourselves, let's have a look through Bandcamp, and you came through with two pearlers, honestly. Yeah, there was. I wanted to kind of find something that we missed. Like I remember seeing the EP we're going to talk about. I remember seeing it earlier in the year, um, I think, because they're signed with Grayscale Records. I remember seeing a Grayscale post about it, and I had actually added it to my library but never got around to listening to it. And then that was kind of sort of like, well, what's come out that we've missed and, you know, could maybe make an impact on our end-of-year list? Because I haven't gone through and made my EP year of the list, but I think this one's going to crack it, which is crazy, you know, considering finding it so late. So we'll talk about that one first. It's Bloom in passing. So they're a five-piece melodic hardcore band from Sydney signed to the Grayscale Records. Um, they're for fans of Touche Amore, Counterparts and Tidal Fight. That's sort of really melodic hardcore with a lot of emotion behind it as well. So this is a five-track EP for 16 minutes long. It's actually their second EP as well. And after hearing it, I'm very excited to hear a full length from these guys. Because this fucks. Mm-hmm. This is sick. Um, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you here. They've got a really say, good like sound. The first thing I remember... Yes. Like the first thing I remember writing down about this EP was like, I just get so many... like The Counterparts vibes yeah. are so real. Mm-hmm. If, if Counterparts wanted to be less heavy and more melodic... Yeah. I reckon that's this is definitely what they would sound like. Um, for um, me, this is probably what I would call like a change of pace on a on a normal day. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this is fucking good. Like some of the riffs throughout this fucking oh, yeah. EP just they just fucking dominate, man. And yeah, it's it's not really anything different from what we've already heard, and it doesn't really set. Them apart, up, yeah, you know, to do anything different, however, in saying that, they do it, they're doing very well what they want with to do, just yeah. like the basics, yeah, the bread and butter, and, that, and that's all I fucking want from <laughs> hardcore is just yeah. like straight up basic fucking hardcore, do whatever you need to do to make it sound whatever you got to sound like, but fuck. It's almost like like a sort of a punk aspect on it as well. Yes. Like that sort of really emo, whiny punk. 
Yeah, the, the sad boy fucking yeah. hardcore, like post-hardcore <laughs> vibes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I picked that up like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool listen. Um, And for an unknown band, a relatively unknown band yeah. too, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, And, you know, despite the fact that I said, you know, that there isn't really a whole lot to unpack. There is a lot to unpack, but there's not a lot different. Um, yeah. The, these guys do set themselves up for some really big future things. releases. Oh fuck yeah! I, I reckon they've got so much potential, and mm-hmm. if they can string together a full release, maybe next year or you know, the year after, I'm all over it. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah, um, I did a quick I'd read about say them. June. Yeah, go on. They would. They spent the majority of last year just touring their asses off and kind of developing that sound which we got in this ep so if all things go ahead i think that's what they'll do next year a whole lot more touring and then go into the uh the full length and just kind of yeah. really nail this sell to sound it's a very yeah. no i'm hearing you talking more about like the actual record itself it's a very emotional one um talking a lot about loss and grief while touching on mental illness there's some really big one-liners in there as well. It's yeah, it's a big sad boy, really. Yes, it is. I um would have to say that June and in passing are my highlights. Yeah. Um, in passing is such a gorgeous way to end the EP. <laughs> yes. I um I really fuck with that song a, a lot. Um, gotta give a shout out to the service too. It's a, great way to open up the ep um yeah look i'm giving it a 3.5 out of five mm-hmm. um i feel i feel like for me because of you know how little it does do to change anything about my feelings about some hardcore bands i mean not that it was supposed to or anything like <laughs> that i mean it's still like a hardcore album that's great and whatever um but i feel like for it to have been warranted like a four or maybe even closer to a five, it needed to be like a breakthrough. Like I I can hear these yeah. guys doing more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. They're not. So three and three and a half, three point five sounds pretty good. I wanted to give a little quick shout out too to um the mixing on it. Like the drum tone and the drums sound very real, but like they're not overpowering in the mix that it takes away from the vocals and the emotion in them. Like they're it really is a great supporting kind of backbone for the EP. The drums sound fantastic, yeah. I thought. Like I could pick up on that straight away, especially when we were talking about um how shit the drums sounded on that Chelsea Grin song. This was quite nice. And like as well, like yeah, I think this goes very... for all the things we're gonna talk about today. It was quite hard getting around to listening to them because I've been so stuck on the boundaries record. Like it was almost a chore to go and listen to other music. But I'm so glad yeah. I put these ones on because they fuck. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I did listen to this EP a lot more than anything mm-hmm. else yeah. that we have coming up in the rest of the show. Um, but that's almost just because I'm playing too much Black Ops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I always I always had fun listening to this anytime I put it on. So I'm keen for more. The same vibes from the Cow Nashi EP. That sort of same sort of style, very emotional, quite good butterbread hardcore. 
very almost melodic in a way, a bit of post. It's great. I kind of would put them in the same sort of basket almost. If you like one, you'll like the other. That's some facts, man. I'm hearing <laughs> it. We had a, a couple of it. singles release since our last episode yes. as well. So I think we'll do two now and then two after the next album. So we want to talk about the big Brighton boys first, Architects. You know what? It's um, it's actually better than the other single they fucking released. Yeah. Um. So this one's Black Lungs, I believe. Yeah, it's it's called Black Lungs. Now, look, I'm going to be honest and say that, like, I am still not impressed. No. With this, with this new sound, um, like it, 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 it's got me interested though. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, I did. Yeah, enough to put on the album when it does come out. Like I didn't like any of the songs leading up to Amity Affliction's Misery. I still put that album on. I remember listening to that album all the way through. Got to the Gift Horse. Is that the last song? Yeah. And I put I put that song on twice. Like as soon as it finished, put it back on again just to laugh <laughs> at how fucking bad that song is and how terrible that album was. And I'm purely gonna do the same thing to this album just to see if it has that moment. <laughs> No, but look, um, props to Sam. Um, his vocal he sounds sound, great. His vocals sound incredible. He sounds like, really good. The, and I never thought I would say <laughs> this, but his cleans sound so much better than his screams now. Mm. To the point where I didn't even think it was Sam singing. Singing? On I think the track. Not in, yeah. I, th- I think they have someone else. Like, I'm not convinced that's <laughs> Sam. And if that's Sam, holy shit, dude. Yeah, because it's not like, actually he's, available He's done some work, yet. bro. Yeah, no, the track's not, not available. It, I th- yeah, it was put onto their YouTube channel and then quickly taken down. And you've gone and found it elsewhere and sent it to me because it's still not available on any streaming platforms. It's not on their YouTube. So no. whether it was a leak, whether it was a mistake, um, we don't know yet. Yeah, so. I think it was a mistake. I don't think it was supposed to go up yet. Yeah, but it went up on the on their like official YouTube. Yeah, it was on so. the official, so maybe it was like a a mistake of it not going up at the wrong time. Big fuck up, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, because it wasn't up for long. No, it wasn't. And then more um, in this sort of new metalcore sound, the Era track. They've got a new song out. Yeah, it's called House of Glass. I don't know if it's taken from anything upcoming. I haven't heard anything, whether it's just going to be a standalone or they're releasing something in the near no, future. It's, a, it's an album. It is? It's an album coming. Okay. Yeah, it's an Because the last one was 2018, so it would make sense that they have one coming out next year. Yeah, it, it is an album for sure. Um, they've, they've always prided themselves on doing, on sticking to like an album schedule. Cycle, yeah. Like they're, they're pretty... They're pretty consistent with releasing albums every two years. Um, don't actually know if their last album was 2018 because I'm pretty sure the last one was 2017, but I could be wrong. I'm probably very wrong and I can't yeah, be fucked checking. Don't... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so fair enough. I mean, they did release technically four singles between yeah. 2018 and mm-hmm. now. So, uh, And they did release very good singles. Like I, I think that Queens of the Stone Age cover was dope and yeah. Eye of God is one of the better mm-hmm. B-sides they've released. 
Um, although, again, like Architects, like these two singles that they've dropped have uh, like have left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's because they they I don't know. Since Drift, they've kind of just sounded the same. Uh, I was going to get to this. It's this new kind of sound that everyone's doing in the new metalcore sort of thing. Everyone sounds yeah. the fucking same. And I think that's yeah. where I hold a lot of problems with it. I was going to say, it's it's an error song. I've heard this before. Everyone else is doing this. And yeah, I man. think it sums up perfectly the meme Finn McKenty posted the other day. The, oh, we're in a band. We kind of sound like um, Bring Me the Rise and Polaris Era. And architects, you've probably had never heard anything like us before. I think that just sums it up perfectly, yeah. man. Um, like it's yeah, an error track, it's got some sick guitar work, it's got a sick, juicy guitar tone, it's got some sick drums. But again, it, it's an error track. I've heard it all before, I've heard other bands do this as well. Yeah, I think what I had written down here was like it, it since JT came to the band, like Drift was good, yeah, and then um. I can't remember what the fucking album was beforehand. I don't really care. Um, it was like Drift 1.5. And then these songs like leading up to the new, like the new album, I feel like it is just going to be like Drift 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drift was definitely <laughs> so, the best album being back in 2016. It was a quite almost fresh at the time, that sort of sound. Whereas four years later. They're not also... Like, I'd also argue that their older stuff is still, like, their best material. Yeah, 100%. And and it's not for any, like, particular reason. It's just, like, I feel like they definitely stood on their own two feet at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Like, they they were doing what a lot of other bands were doing, but I feel like they were doing it better. Just as good, if not better, than everyone else. Purely, I mean, I'm a big sucker for their fucking guitar work <laughs> i think jesse is the yeah. fucking man and for him to be able to carry lead like guitar work on top of fucking dual vocal duties it's crazy and mm-hmm. he fucking shreds he, he's, he's i have all the time man. i have all the time for jesse but yeah no like you said it is an error track have heard it before <laughs> um can't wait for drift three so <laughs> Yay. I mean, 2021, just three. Since since we're on the fucking topic of things that should probably have just gone in the bin, um, uh, a day to remember. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't yeah, that fucking their, disappointing? Their new song can get in the fucking bin. And at the moment, You're Welcome can get in the fucking bin too. I am so fucking pissed off. Back in March, right? Back in March or mm. even April when we were talking about this, right? We were saying like, we haven't heard anything. What the fuck's going on? You found an interview or I found an interview. One of us found an interview that yeah, Jeremy you found had it. where he, li- he literally went on the record and said that the reason it's taking so long was the album artwork, right? The album artwork was the reason why this album mm-hmm. was taking so long to get announced. And once we, once the fans saw the album artwork, we would all understand and it would all make sense. And I see the fucking album artwork <laughs> and it doesn't make fucking sense. It In makes fact, me pissed it off. It pisses me the fuck off. Uh-huh. Why the fuck did we wait this fucking long? It's going to be over a year. Not only, that, not only that, that is by far one of the worst fucking songs a data member have ever released. Mm-hmm. I do not fucking care for this album anymore. 
That fucking track is abysmal. Not only that, I have played, I've played to death the other three fucking tracks that they have dropped since this one. And I can tell you right fucking now, if they are not dropping a deluxe edition on the exact same fucking day as the normal album with like an extra two to three tracks, I'm going to be even more pissed. I am not waiting over a year for your fucking album and your fucking shitty album artwork for you cunts to come and drop 11 new tracks with four fucking tracks we've already heard a thousand times over. Like you fucking toured for like Mm -hmm. one of your three singles primarily. What the fuck are you doing? You could easily not even have those tracks on the album, throw in some new ones and make everyone fucking... this fucking sucks. This is this this fucking sucks. After bad vibrations being so fucking good, this is the biggest kick in the fucking dick. I hate it so much. <laughs> five years, five years. It's gonna be five years when this album drops since the last one, and it's. I have zero fucking hope mm. that it's going to be anywhere close to good. I, I I don't trust Jeremy. I don't trust that he that the band knows what they're fucking doing. But this is the opening track. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. It this is, is the, the opening, opening track. track. Like, what the fuck? Quite personally, Degenerates is like the best single out of all mm-hmm. of them that they released personally. And even then, I would say it's like still one of their weakest songs. Yeah, a C like, C tier song by them. Like, yeah, by their standards, it's not mm-hmm. great. So, I mean... I think the biggest I'm, problem as well with uh, the new track, Brick Wall, is just how it's arranged. It, the song doesn't make sense as well. It's so fucking weird. It doesn't make sense. And I don't, I don't like how it's fucking mixed either. Yeah, like it sounds, I see uh, it the mixing comments are everywhere. Yeah. It sounds so weird. And I know Jeremy would have touched a lot of this album. Yeah, considering all the production work he's done before. Like, he's not bad. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And he's worked with Putney for fuck's sake. Yeah. He's produced Neck Deep albums. Speaking of fucking Putney, where the fucking... Drop that track! Yeah, I want that song. (laughs) I want the Putney track. Don't drop any other song. Just drop the Putney track. And then give us the album. Like, like just drop the Putney track and everyone's going to be happy (laughs) If they, if I hadn't dropped the Putney track, I don't think I'd be as pissed off about the album art. <laughs> you know, give us <laughs> if we got a good song we want album art, like I'd be, I'd be sweet. But we. I think they're going to need to go back to Will and maybe record a few more tracks quickly. Just to make up the for it. Remix and produce the whole album just again. Just get Will like... to write a new album for them. And they can just put their name on it. Bro, for those who have heart, <laughs> coming back again. <laughs> Bro, that'd be that'd be sick. No, but I I have my little rant. I feel lightheaded, but I feel better. Yeah. Fuck mm. that song. Yeah, it was a huge <laughs> disappointment. I played it like oh, twice man. when I like f- first dropped and then I haven't touched it since. I listened to it once. Complain- <laughs> I think I complained to you, like, for a yeah, little Yeah, you just straight up said, like, the New Dead Remember song sucks. And then I kind of just left it there. I'm like, oh, okay. 
And then I like we got back on later. I'm like, yeah, it does suck. And we just didn't want to talk about it. I think we just didn't like. I it don't want to talk no, about yeah. it. Because <laughs> I I was as soon as I said it sucks, I was waiting for this moment because I just <laughs> I had I had to flame it, bro. I had to flame it. It's fucking terrible. But anyway. I have no hope for the new album, but fingers fucking crossed it's good, man. Yeah. I, just, I think I just want to hear this Will Putney song. I think that's going to be the... I think it's, that's going to be this album that breaks my, like, process. I mean, obviously, I have to start at track one, but I think mm. this album, I'm going to start at Putney track. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and work then, my way like, there. Yeah, and then I'm going to start from one and then work from there very reluctantly. Fuck. God damn it. Anyway, let's move on. Do you want to do an album or you just want to quickly talk about the uh, the last single we have to talk about? Um, whatever's tickling your pickle at the moment, mate. Uh, whatever's well, getting you going. We've done three singles. We'll do another one. The last hey, one is by a band called Wolf King. The song is called Sanctuary. It's taken from their upcoming album, which will be releasing next year. So Wolf King, the, the album is called The Path of Wrath. The fucking album artwork. This is this is what a day to remember should have had. It's got a sick <laughs> little wolf dude. He's got some big ass ram horns and he's holding an hourglass. That's empty. Fuck yeah. That's yeah, metal mine. as fuck. Um, so they're kind of a, a blackened hardcore band with a big emphasis on the blackened especially in the vocals. I sent this to you just like to say, hey, I will be mentioning this if you want to listen to it, not thinking you would like it very much at all with the big influence on the black. Normally I'm not because with black metal comes fucking shit production. And I get that is the point of it, but it's not for me. This, however, sounds fucking rad. So what did you think? Sounds fucking shit. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> like, it's, it's not bad. Like, I mean, I like I heard it like three or four times. Like, it wasn't bad at all. Mm. But like, the thing that turns me off every time I put it on is just how bad it fucking sounds. In the vocals? Like, that kind of really depart- high black In metal. every department. Okay. Like, the, vo- the vocals sucked. Like, the, it, the production sounds washed out and just muddy. And, I mean, like, it's blackened, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's just how it sounds. But, like, I've never liked that. Yeah. And when there's, like... And when, like, most of the band sounds like a fucking wave of just turds coming yeah. into your fucking beach full of shit, it's pretty hard to kind of, like, go, ah, yeah, that sounds nice. But they... Like, I heard the hardcore part. Yeah. And I was like fucking with that as much as possible because I couldn't like, <laughs> I was trying to just move past the yeah, no. part well this is a better response than what I was expecting hey like I was like I'll just fucking send it to you because I will talk about it because like it, like the vocals were echoing I'm like dude like how many <laughs> fucking vocalists do you have in there the, the, the classic black metal put the microphone on one end of the room go stand on the other and scream at it yeah just gurgle <laughs> <laughs> the typical go record in a, a shack in the mountains of Scandinavia with cracks in the walls and the winds getting through and there's a snowstorm outside. Yeah, speaking through a fucking tin can <laughs> and a string. <laughs> Hold it up to the microphone on the other end, except it keeps falling down. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It sounds fucking. It sounds fucking bad, but like I, I, I appreciate it more than I probably would have like anything else that would have come through that was blackened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. Uh, hearing this, like it kind of came out of nowhere. I put it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. I, I've listened to it a couple of times on repeat, so I will be definitely looking forward to the album. I'm not someone that normally likes the whole black metal thing, but I think they've done a good job on this. If black metal is your thing, go give it a whirl. It's uh, Wolf King, and the song's called Sanctuary. Yes, and um, off an album that is supposed to be coming out on March the fifth, 2021. Yeah, you. Part of Wrath. All right, then we have two more albums. Let's go with the one you forwarded us. Oh, yay! Killer Be Killed. Yeah, so Killer Be Killed with Reluctant Hero. It's an 11 song, 48 minute album. They're a four piece from a bit everywhere. Bloody bit of a super group, aren't they, mate? Featuring members of Dillendrick, Saint Plan, Sepultura, Mastodon, and Converge. So some of the fucking yes. biggest names in their respective genres. This fucks, and man. And with their debut. Yeah. They had their, um, they had their, one of the original drummer was from the Mars Volta. Yeah. And probably one of the better progressive rock acts that I've ever listened mm-hmm. to as well. So... I mean, fucking hell, when you replace Mars Volta Converge. <laughs> uh huh. Like, you don't, you don't lose anything at no. all. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck me, man. See, I, I had, just I had no idea this was coming out as well. I was a ripper. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they did it all, not necessarily in secret, just kept it all under wraps. And no. they said that from, the fin- from when they finished their debut back in 2014 or 2015 or whatever mm-hmm. it was they said look we want to the next album it's just got to be us it's got to be us recording and then when it's ready we'll start it's sharing ready, yeah. all four of them all four of them got on board because um, they're all still doing other I've stuff always, as well so i think that's what yeah, well pretty much yes i mean i know well troy sanders is still in mastodon yeah and um gone is gone so I think Gone is Gone dropped or is going to drop new music soon. I don't know about Mastodon. I think they're actually gearing up to release new music soon too, but I haven't heard anything. And Max Cavalero can just do whatever the fuck he mm-hmm. wants because it's Max Cavalero. Being the fucking you know man I mean? he is. Like I think that's Sepultura, what's made Soulfly. Yeah, so many bands. But Jesus. I think that plays to their part as well, like having that sort of relaxed, like you've got other things, like you come to this because you want to do it. Not because it's you kind of only, have to, but not only that. Like they fucking really want to make music together, and it did mm-hmm, just yeah. start out as Max, Max and Greg. Yeah. Like when when Max came to Greg and said, "Hey, let's make music." Fucking like I I've read way too much into this. Greg just fucking blew up. It was like over the moon. He's like one of the, one of his idols. Like growing up listening to music, he wants to make music with me. Like ah, <laughs> um. And then getting like Troy in as well. Like there's there's three vocalists who can all play their parts in the mm-hmm. mu- instrument world. And on top of that, they all bring so much to the fucking table. Like not, Greg has made some of the most chaotic music that metal has seen in the last 20, 30 years. You know, Max has, set a, Max has set a bar for fucking some of the most aggressive hardcore 
that anyone's ever heard, mm-hmm. right? And then really Mastodon has the way, set yeah. the Mastodon has been one of the kingpins in that progressive rock, progressive metal, fucking just weird atmosphere. That yeah. they've always done it, and even and always been at that up echelon of it. Oh, 100 all all of these guys yeah. have been and even though it's a lot less like dillinger than I yeah mean, greg say, said like, like it's out of all the bands they come from it's definitely the furthest away from dillinger than say the other yeah. acts i mean it, well it, i think it would be a bit hard to do another version of dillinger mm-hmm. like even other math core bands that i listen yeah. to i mean like car bomb and fucking fall of troy there's another band that I'm thinking of that's just not coming to my fucking head right now. Frontera. Um, every time mm, I die. Not them, but I wouldn't call every time I die a mathcore band. Maybe the earlier stuff, but yeah. Maybe, but even then I'd still call yeah. them a fucking hardcore band. Through and through it. Oh my God, they're supposed to be releasing new music soon, mm-hmm. I think. Not this year, though. It's going to be Anyway. Next. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Killer Be Killed followed up finally with um, their second album and uh, it, it's a fucking banger. Yeah. Quite, quite thoroughly through and through. Um, I get the huge Sepultura sure. vibes. Like there's some real big thrashy parts throughout it. It's got that real, like when you think classic metal, like big sounding, everything's really loud, big. Like I think just it sounds big. That's the only way I can describe it in a way as well. Yes, it's a lot thrashier mm-hmm. than their debut. Like, there's heaps more thrash elements, and I would say it leans a lot more in the hard hard rock side of the genre now, um, as opposed to the debut. Which is not a bad thing. I fuck with it very hard. I feel like they kind of get the thrash elements right enough for it to kind of to stay in the hard rock elements if that makes sense yeah like if it enter sandman enter sandman if the black album was made in the ride the lightning period of metallica yeah i think that's kind of where i i see it placed in terms of like thrashiness and hard rock yes if there was anything to compare it to yeah i think greg sounds great here as well like it really complements the sound of what they're doing with the thrashiness like he would have been great fucking popping out in the 80s and 90s in that thrash scene as well greg is just an incredible vocalist mm-hmm. and just i think anybody stop. that tries to do anything anyone that tries to deny that fact is just crazy it, they are crazy man like his his screams can be so fucking like ear piercing yeah. gut-wrenching and then they can be some of the most crisp things you've ever heard yeah he, he's a bit like uh singing a bit and his vocals too his clean oh, vocals no mm-hmm. one sounds like him no one no one yeah like, you pick him out from a while to, like it's almost impossible to find vocal covers of any <laughs> dillinger song with cleans yeah. because it's just too hard to yeah. do his cleans because it's he, he's not na- he's not really nasally, but he's not really like yeah, I get what you normal mean. Normal sounding, like he's just so got that own thing, yeah. And all the vocalists, Max, Troy, and Greg, they all complement 
each other so well. Yeah. So fucking well. I have nothing but praise for this album. Although, um, I would say in comparison to the first one, maybe as a full listen, the first one holds more weight. Um, not to take anything away from this, this release yeah. here. Like, I mean, it's, it's a fucking great album. Just disappointing that um, I had an expectation for it being a little bit better. And I mean, on par, it's on par. So it's, just, it's still a banger. It's still a fucking great album. I think the first one may be just a little bit better from front to back. Yeah. Um, the guitar tones are fucking incredible. Yeah. It sounds like so the, beefy. the whole album. Um, opening for From a Crowded Wound. Just that open chug, just jug, 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 jug. It just made me think, <laughs> like, holy shit, I miss shows. It just sounds like bands coming out and doing their soundtrack, just a jug, 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 jug. And I think that is actually my favorite track on the album as well. It's, oh, yeah. it's such a big boy. Dream Gone Bad, Dead yeah. Limbs, and Reluctant Hero are probably the other top picks from um, my listens to the album. From a Crowded Wound is such a fucking belter. <laughs> Yeah, that, I think that was the one that really jumped at me the most because I kind of had it on while doing sort of stuff as well. And like I had to kind of stop and pause like, wait, wait, what's this song called? I've got to make a, a note of it. Yeah. But no, it that, is a really solid album. I I would recommend this album to anyone who hasn't listened to Kill or Be Killed before. Yeah, like I, really I think would. it can it has something for everyone as well. It doesn't matter what kind of metal you listen to. Because like, some people were really stuck up in their own kind of subgenre, like, oh no, I only listen to hardcore, oh no, I only listen to deathcore, but definitely something for everyone. You know, they've got some I of mean, the biggest four names ever. I, I'm fucking... pretty stuck in my ways, but yeah. like, if it wasn't for me listening to Killer Be Killed you know, when Before. they first dropped, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been, you know, as involved with how they are now. Um, four out of five for me. Mm. I'll give it the same. It was really I don't good. know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna break like my top album, but it yeah. definitely deserves to be listened to. Yeah, I was exactly the same. It's gonna. I'm gonna go have a look at my list, give it a few more listens, and see if it does make it or not. But um, yeah, we'll have to leave that one for a couple of weeks and find out. Let's find out. Alrighty, Aphrodite. Let's find out soon. Last album we're going to talk about today. Like Moths to Flames, No Eternity in Gold is an 11-track, 38-minute album. So they're a metalcore band from Columbus, Ohio. They are a six-piece as well. What have you got to say, Brody? Blah, blah, blah. Metalcore sounds the same. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Uh Blah, blah, blah. Put this album in the fucking bin. Yeah, um, if you another album I can't sit through. Like, it, it, there's nothing of value or substance here at all. Like, I heard all of this stuff when I first found heavy music. Um, fuck off. Zero out of five. Yeah, I feel like if you are the kind of person who you know you love your North Lane, your area, your Polaris, this album is going to be right up your street. But exactly like I said, it's a Polaris era North Lane album. 
I but I do get a little bit of Silent Planet in there every now and again in the way the uh, vocals are done at parts, like really short, sharp cutting attacks on the vocals, almost like Garrett does. Um, obviously, Garrett does it fantastically well, and Silent Planet they're kind of like off on their own little world, uh, sound wise. I think yeah, like something I do impre- uh, enjoy the guitar tones on this, and I like the way the bass is done as well. Like you can actually hear the bass coming through which is nice because a lot of modern metalcore you don't really get to hear the bass yeah um, actually i i will read an egg on my zero a little bit and give it a 0.5 because the guitar tones throughout some of the album are pretty yeah. good there is some good guitar work uh, i will there. give it that i personally i think there's too many clean vocals it's that kind of selling out trying to appeal to the the fucking masses and kind of get a few more fans i feel like that's what the cleans are there. They're just thrown in there for the sake of it. Um, it's exactly yeah, what you come much. to think of when someone says modern metal core. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you are into that sort of thing, you know, like I know a lot of people just are like, this is all they listen to sort of thing. So it's going to be right up their street, but I'm a bit over this sound at the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, why the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck does bands have to sound like this? Yeah, <laughs> like we're we're part we're out of the 2010s now. Like mm-hmm. it's we're we're beyond this point, aren't we? Surely. Like you see right. what other bands like Knock Loose are doing and stuff as well, and it's nothing like this. Like not to say they're metalcore or anything, but you see how quickly they've blown up. They released laugh tracks, toured that for three years, and became big enough to do their own tours and make Acacia Strain their opening act who have been around since 2000. Like how big the Acacia Strain are, they're opening for Knocked Loose now off one full-length album. So why am I hearing the same record 50 times in one year? I, I don't understand. Yeah, cool. You get your influences and whatnot, but why why is everyone making the same fucking album? This goes back to the fucking conversation we had back in episode one about how stale metalcore mm-hmm. is at the moment, man. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we, and even we touched on it earlier today. Like, we are literally transitioning from the fucking gent metalcore sound to fucking new metalcore. New metalcore sound, but like not even now, the good stuff. A, but see, and that's, and that's the thing, though, because it's still mostly metalcore. People mm-hmm. want to do the different thing and, and add electronic elements. But everyone wants to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. But then you get like the Void of Vision and Diamond Construct that we talked about. I feel like that's that other you sort of side so to it. Well. Yeah, that's the other side you to the so new metalcore. Well. Like yeah, Alpha, Alpha Wolf, Wolf Dealer, Void of Vision, all of Diamond them. Construct. Yeah. Uh, dealer, dealer's not going I, I know you're not a fan of Dealer, but I feel like you can't mention Alpha Wolf and not Dealer. They're basically the same fucking band. Well, <laughs> yes, not, but I'm happy not to the not new mention Alpha Wolf Dealer album, yeah. because of... Of, uh, well, I'm happy to not mention boy. the fucking dealer purely because of fucking old mate. Like he doesn't deserve the light of <laughs> no, day. Yeah. Any, but any the others way. do. I feel I'm, like the guitars are admit, sick. I won't do, if they release dealer instrumentals, I'm all over <laughs> the, the instrumentals were sick. Yeah. I would fuck with like those fucking two EPs just mashed into mm-hmm. instrumentals. One so instrumental good. album, yeah. Yeah, no, metalcore is just fucking so boring and it's yeah. so shit because, like, we grew up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, that I mean, was my I definitely would, my entryway. 
Like, I would love to be able to go back and enjoy it just as much as I did in the 2000s. Yeah, what I like do when like In Hearts now. Wake were dropping their first two albums, bands like that. Like, I yes. fucking loved metalcore. It's all I would listen to. I just don't. And when someone says, like, the metalcore, like this, I'm just going to call it the Architects metalcore, the Doomsday fucking metalcore. I don't want to listen to it. Hmm. I know what I'm going to get, and I get it every time. I don't want to listen to it. You know yeah, what? which is exactly what you said. It it's there. really disappointing because I want to enjoy it. I fucking used to love metal clothes. All I would listen to. But you know what? Like, what I'm would done. be really awesome if, like, bands all of wrote these their own old, stuff. Older bands. Well, that too. <laughs> like, if bands stopped getting like Beyonce to come in and write their fucking songs, <laughs> like, fuck. Um, no, I was gonna say, imagine if Avenged Sevenfold actually came back and made like a proper metalcore album. Yeah, like that that sort of earlier two thousands when Killswitch like were great. Waking the, like Waking the Fallen yeah. like Metalcore. Mm-hmm. Or or even um was it self titled the White Album? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Self titled was so sick. Yeah, man, like that's that's the metalcore. And then you went into like, yeah, you're in Hearts Wag Metalcore. Buckway Drive, and now you're just getting fucking doomsday riff covers left, right, and center. Like, yeah, Architects you know are a fucking let's, let's, sick band, but fuck me, boys. No, let's let's actually go back to Architects for a second here because, like, I wanted to bring it up. We quickly, but we pretty much just brushed over them pretty quickly. Um, I feel like Architects are having their um, their that's the spirit moment. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. I was talking to um, this about some other guys. It 100% is. Like, almost, even their Sempaternal, like, they did have a few kind of big boys Mm. on the last album, but they've seen almost what, like, Bring Me the Horizon are doing now. They've changed up their sound, and now they're selling out arenas everywhere. And they, Bring Me the Horizon have always been fantastic at um, staying ahead of the curb. Like, they'll release an album. Two, three years later, everyone releases that album. And kind of architects are doing that now. And we're going to see within the next two or three years, all your wage wars and that doing what this next architect sound is going to be. As if metalcore isn't stale enough as it mm-hmm. is. And then you go and stop talking shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that cap off. <laughs> nah, look, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to it because when you think about it, right, mu- music comes in trends mm-hmm. like fucking fashion. So I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe, hopefully, right, hear me out. Hopefully, right, once this new metalcore thing phases out, we can go back to like an, a, an era where hardcore metalcore comes back into the foray for like another five to ten years and then we can start like running around circles back to like gent metalcore <laughs> new metalcore and then just rotate every 10 years between like every decade three or four different yeah bro i would fucking all right gentlemen next year is 2030 we are due to release our gent album again any ideas <laughs> if everybody could break out their uh, ceramic earpots while we discuss <laughs> Music topics. All right, everyone. Now, where is your 12-stringer bassy guitars? And you'll get good drum programs. And make sure everybody is updated to the latest model. Otherwise, we're going to have some 
fucking issue. <laughs> Please update from the new metalcore sound. We are no longer using that. It is 2030. That was very 2029. We will use the Doom drum tracks for this <laughs> one, but we will be using jazz guitar tones. <laughs> Break out your six-string fenders, please. Six of you, bring out, bring out the six, and the other three, we need you on the twelve. <laughs> we just, me. we just, just need those extra harmonies down the bottom. The whittly, 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 Swan call. Yes, please. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, a hundred percent is like Swan. that, though. Like. We talk about how good like the old medical was, but like everyone was doing the same thing then as well. So I imagine people were saying the same thing then. But I feel like this has just gone on way too long. No, it has. But um, it has, but like it's just what do you do? Yeah. Like it, it's it's unfortunately it's the most popular thing going mm-hmm. around at the moment. Like yeah. if if there was another band like Knocked Loose that come out like tomorrow that brought hardcore back in again like oh my god that's where that thing's been hiding oh my god look this has nothing to do with um the podcast but i have been trying to do washing around here for ages and we had like two clothes hanger uppers and i've been looking for this one for fucking ages i finally found it like three four weeks later dogs (laughs) fuck you mackenzie (laughs) nah she's all right um, no, sorry. Um, what were we talking about? Fucking medical being boring, which I'm kind of done talking about. Kind of done listening to. Uh, <laughs> I think. Like, I'm, I'm gonna have, have a the quick same look now. Day in, day out. Oh, mate! Well, I, I will say this every day same. until it's different. But, and that's the <laughs> like. I would love, like I said, I'd love for a band like Knock Loose to come out again and just be like, hey, look, this is what you should be listening to. And then have mm. like everyone go, oh, cool. We should be making music like that. Yeah. Fucking good. I think like in my album of the year list, like there's one more or less straight up metalcore album in there. And even that isn't this sort of metalcore. It's got so much other stuff going on in it. And I, like, how many metalcore albums did we have come out this year? Like, we had the Invent Animate one. Um, mm-hmm. We Terrible. had... Um, what else was there? I don't even want to know. Polaris came out. Terrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was a lot. A lot of rubbish. I, well, there, there was a lot of albums, like a... A lot of metalcore albums that come out, but just not a lot of metalcore albums I've wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, just, I know what I'm going to be listening yeah. to. You know like, yeah, after I mean? that Polaris like, one came out, I was like, oh, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. There's just not enough like albums that could come out like now in that genre that would even make me want to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, and all of them have been pretty mediocre too. Like that invent anime yeah. albums was average. Okay, I said it was te- I said it was terrible, but it wasn't that bad. It was just not that fucking great at all, mm-hmm. especially um, compared to their other two albums as well. Look, I'm gonna throw it out there and say that the current album wasn't 
that great in my in my mind. I mm. thought that was a pretty um, disappointing album. The more I listen to it, it the more flaws start to pop up for me in that album. I, it, I had fucking first listen itis for like so long with that album. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw it under the metalcore bracket and just say that there's something wrong with that album that I'm not quite sure what's wrong with it. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you there. I fucking love that album. I think it's, it's not straight up metalcore as well, though. Like there, there's a bit of deathcore in there. Like there's some sick blasts, there's some sick lows, bit of hardcore. Like it's not this genty new metal core. Well, it kind of is. Yeah, I feel like there's not no way near as many cleans as well as like yeah, what we're getting now. I think, which is fine. I mean, like I'm totally happy. Like, oh, I, I do that. enjoy cleans like, as I, well. I think but... I, I think I know like why they don't have so many cleans it's because i mean like listen to their older stuff they don't have anywhere near as yep. like as many cleans back then as what they do now i think it's because they're trying to appeal to the wider audience mm-hmm. which is why this album doesn't sound so good in hindsight because i mean like their older stuff is fucking incredible like i can't fault a lot of it but now it's yeah like, before listening to this though to i had now. never heard any of their stuff so it was like a a real good game changer for me especially considering all the other fucking abysmal metal call that was coming out I'd go as far to say yeah, that's probably like, the best metalcore album this year. Like in uh, the terms of that more modern sounding stuff, not your traditional stuff like your Trivium and that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm gonna fucking just throw it out there because I mean, like, it's not even in my top ten or twenty or even worth an honorable mention. Didn't like that Trivium album. Mm. I think I think that was one of the more boring. I don't know metal core fucking whatever albums that come out um yeah i can't go back to that either it is a bit of a weird one i feel like they've gotten they've definitely got parts from every bit of their sort of discography in there like you can hear shogun you can hear ascendancy you can hear silence in the snow i think that's good they've kind of gotten a bit of everything i think alex done a fucking great job again on the drums he's definitely one of the best in the game incredible I think you kind of got to mention it just for his work alone in a way. I think yeah, Hafey sounds great legit. too. There's some big belters on there. Bending the Arc to Fear. Ugh, naughty boys. Um, I'm always going to listen no. to Trivium album. I think they're fucking fantastic and they're yeah, always same. amazing live. I didn't think it was that bad. I know it's kind of torn people down the middle, I think, much like you. And Amongst the Shadows and the Stones was a big banger too. But there were a, a couple what, of tracks on there that I'll skip every time they come on. I think, um, just quickly going on with Trivium, I think what what tears me apart about that album was like, they said it was going to sound like this and it was going to mm. do that and it didn't do anything like that. It's like when it's, I don't know, it's I, I don't know why I even bother listening to what these people fucking say about these Never albums. Never do, it's man. Like, it's like when... It's like when it's Corey not, Taylor said, yeah. I mean, I take what I don't even really listen to what Corey Taylor says, but it's like when he said that chapter five was going to be like, no, didn't they release an album after chapter five? What was it called? Oh yeah. The latest one. Yeah. Cause didn't they say it was supposed to sound like Iowa, Iowa and like and volume three. three. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, good luck. 
<laughs> and then I dropped it and it didn't sound anything like it. And I'm like, oh, of okay, didn't. cool. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, it sounded more like Stone Sour than yeah. a fucking Iowa album. It's like, okay, well, you're a dickhead. <laughs> going, up, going off Corey Taylor, did you listen to his solo album? I don't want to. I've only heard terrible things about it. So I'm not going to put myself through that and uh, make my opinion of Corey Dude, Taylor actually- any worse. It's actually the funniest shit in the world. Like, if there was an album where someone could stroke their dick more in front of the camera, like, it, it's that album. Legit. Yeah. Like, like, if you thought Danny Warsnob doing a country mm. album was bad, uh, imagine Corey Taylor doing an album that's not a Slipknot album. Like, like think, of, think of Stone Sour if Nickelback was actually, like, the band. Ah. It's just not good, bro. Actually, wait, you like Nickelback. Yeah, their early um, stuff fucks. Maybe I'll stand by that. Maybe if but I get what you're saying if, though. Yeah, it's just not good. Um, I've seen a lot of people say it's, it's Corey Taylor doing a kid rock. <laughs> but kid rock legitimately made good music. Like mm. and that's not even a cap, bro. That's not even a cap. And Kid Rock did make a lot of music across a lot of different genres <laughs> where Corey Taylor's just making like butt yeah. rock and new metal. Yeah, it's what he like thinks he is cool. A- it's like a, that typical dad thing. He's just gone full <laughs> dad mode. Dad rock. Like, fucking dad call, we'll the, call the, it. The funniest, the funniest thing was right, when he thought his opinion meant anything when oh, he had man. a fucking mullet. Yeah. Like, bro, you're literally growing a fucking rat's tail cunt. What do you yeah. mean? Fuck and yeah, off. he was always commenting on everything that was going on around the world. Yeah. As if, and they're fucking, uh, but what everything. made it worse was though, was Loudwire and place and Rolling, <laughs> Rolling Stones would always like hype it up. Like, yeah, this is, this is, listen to what Corey Taylor said in this latest interview. Yeah. Yeah. Corey like, says, fuck you to this guy and pisses everyone off. Oh, yeah, legit. And it's like the same people that fucking carry on about traps. Like, oh, did you see what fucking trap said, bro? Like, I hate them so much. Well, don't fucking it's talk not about even them. the whole band. It's just the yeah. one guy. But like, and then like, that's the same thing with it. Don't talk about them. You're only fucking making them relevant still. Like, if you just stop talking about them, ignore them, they'll fucking go away and you don't have to see what they say. I don't fucking yeah, go out funny. searching what they say. But how funny is it when <laughs> the fucking screenshots come out and that dickhead got banned on Facebook? Oh, bro. <laughs> oh, That's my so God. Mr. Traps. And then after and then after that, all the photos of that fucking strip club they were supposed to be, like, be playing yeah. in fucking empty, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, oh we sold out. God. We've got the most monthly Pandora listens. Who the fuck is who the fuck is the Pandora? What even is exactly. that? Exactly. I thought that was a fucking like level in Borderlands. Dude. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, it is. <laughs> of course. I mean, of course, there's like millions of people listening to it on fucking Pandora. It's made believe, bro. The place <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> like what? You're fuckwits. Get out of here. <laughs> I reckon the Muppets would be full of more human innards than what that fucking guy oh, is. Oh, legit, bro. You know what I mean? No, I can't <laughs> like, get it. Jesus I can't God. stand them. But that's, that's all the people. Like, yeah, we had our Chuck, fun. Man. We had our fun fucking roast him and all the bands got involved. But then there's just still dickheads that bring them up. Like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. Look what he's saying now. Like, 
Who cares, bro? Move on. Surely you've got better things to do than go searching the trap page every day and seeing what they've tweeted. Fuck, no. I hate that. Um, not the gent shit posting page. There's just the metalcore deathcore page on Facebook. But even the gent shit posting. The deathcore snobs. Yeah. Yeah, oh. death deathcore snobs is pretty fucking stupid sometimes. Mm-hmm. And same with the gent one. Oh yeah. my god. I, I, I want to throw my fucking head through a wall sometimes in that group. I'm so close to leaving it every day. Bro, it was so funny because like. When the it's a fucking was like oh a meme my in that God. group for like three or four days, it was hilarious. Yeah, and then it's I know, still like, going. I don't know. I don't know what like point it stopped being funny to some people because yeah. like I remember on like day five or six, someone's posted like, "Oh, what do you think of Hey Arnold?" Like I don't remember what it was, what it actually was, and I don't ever remember watching Hey yeah. Arnold. But let's just say that's what it was. And, hey, what are your thoughts on Hey Arnold? And I'm like, oh, it's a fucking. And yeah. literally had like seven comments off the rip before I'd even like yeah. had a chance to read what anyone else's comment was. Shut the fuck up, dead meme. <laughs> day five or six, <laughs> day five or six, and I've had more people comment telling me to shut the fuck up, like in, in the space of two minutes than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> like, like what's it the got fuck? roasted so hard, but yeah, like I'm Bro, fully like, over the whole fucking thing now. But the thing is. That is such an old meme already. I don't know why it's made such a resurgence because I think it originally came from like a Whitechapel video and the original comment was like, I don't speak good English, but this is a fucking... And it was like from a Whitechapel <laughs> video from like five plus years ago. And I don't just... I don't understand why it's made such a fucking big impact in the gent shit posting page now. Like this was... This is so old. Because they're all fucking weeds, bro. What yeah. do you mean? They're, they're all 13. That's why they went alive when the original comment was a thing. Yeah, they literally, when we found White, I don't know, when you found Whitechapel, it was like after I'd found like Zayada's Murder yeah. and like the big, like the, the I don't the, know, like yeah. the more essential deathcore bands. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I was, I don't know, I was listening to Aborted before I was listening to fucking. Yeah, um, like that's weird, hey. Some of these other bands. It is like, weird yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah, it's like, really dude, weird. I was listening to Aborted before them. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Oceana I was wow. listening to, to before Whitechapel. Considering like how big Whitechapel are in like that. You would have to put them in the Mount Rushmore of Death Gore, essentially. Dude, I was actually, I was listening to Oceano before I was listening mm-hmm. to fucking Whitechapel. Yeah, I, I think, think I didn't get around Whitechapel until like. Saw is the Law, I think was mine. The first yeah, Whitechapel song I heard. That album. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that song still rages. Yeah. That song but like, how so weird hard. is that when you think about it, considering how big Whitechapel are and how important they are to that early deathcore scene? Mm. Like, yeah, Mark of the Blade, 2016. Legit. I think it's how you think about it, though, and like what bands you actually did listen yeah. to. Because, like, again, I listened to Suicide Silence before I was listening to Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. And Quite personally, I would probably hold suicide up higher than Whitechapel, only because of the how they both they stand in my life. Okay, you know what I mean. Like yeah, I was see, I never clicked with no the... time to bleed before mm. I before I was listening to fucking like I dementia and shit. Yeah, I was definitely listening to Suicide Silence before, but I they never clicked with me like the way they did with so many other people, like that metalcore deathcore page. It's just fucking Mitch Lucker worship. 
But for me, I didn't think he was ever that amazing of a vocalist. Like everyone like holds him as fucking Jesus Christ of vocals. Like he's great and he did so much for the early deathcore sound, but No, they do both a little bit, man. Mm -hmm. But um look, he's better than he's better than Eddie. So (laughs) I mean uh now Eddie. Um whenever Eddie he's always been better than Eddie. Eddie sucks. Eddie's the worst part of Suicide Silence. He has yeah, like, now. his high pitch his high pitch screams are worse than anything Mitch had ever come out with. And Mitch's highs were fucking impossible to get through sometimes, yeah, especially they were. live. Like Suicide Silence now legitimately is just high pitched squeals with some fucking lows thrown in maybe every ten to fifteen minutes. Like I, I hate listening. I, yeah. I would never see a Suicide Silence show now. No, yeah, but All Shall Perish like, was sick. That Eddie was good. Yeah, but I feel I feel like they're just two different bands. Yeah, but I mean, like when you talk sort about of. Eddie's vocals, like everyone just thinks straight yeah. to fucking Doris Tee, but like. Before he was in Suicide Silence, he fucking ripped. Yeah, but again, like I still feel like that's a difference of bands. Mm. Like some some people who go from one band to another, they just change. Some of them do. You know what I mean? Like Warsnap, yeah. when he fucking <laughs> when he left and went and did his own solo thing, like his vocals just changed. It was like a completely different thing. So it's pretty hard. To, for him to have come back to ask Alexandria and like do the same thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When he before he left, like he he Eddie couldn't really do what he was doing with Parish in Suicide Silence. He had to kind of yeah. do his own spin to what they already had going, and he pretty much did what Mitch Lucker was doing, but fucking worse. Not as good, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy to like avoid new suicide songs altogether yeah no i like everyone was like i remember when that last the new album came out was it hunter be hunted or something or the hunter become the hunter and it wasn't it wasn't like a bad album it was i think a return to form for them but at the same time it was just like dude if you didn't release that self-titled album Mm -hmm. this would be fantastic but you've literally just fucked the rest of your own yeah but even then i think like it kind of stood out more because of how bad the last album was like i haven't gone back to it I got pretty bored of it pretty quickly. Uh, become the hunter, or yeah, become the hunter. Yeah, I haven't listened to it since yeah. it came out. I think that's like when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is sick." But I think now that I think about it, it was because self-titled was so shit that I thought this was so good on first listen. But it's definitely a return to form. Yeah, glad they've done it. Return to oh, they well, they had to do it. I still think mm. fucked. I don't think I don't think. Oh yeah, no, they the haven't redeemed themselves. <laughs> like fuck, if they if they that was gonna be what redeemed them, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but they needed to do a lot more. They got to drop a hate. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna <laughs> fucking happen, bro. They need to go and release like a like an old school sounding album. Mm. Where it's just fucking muddy blast beats yeah, and fucking just rit- washy guitars, highs. Yeah, and just Eddie fucking crying over the top mm. of it. You know, like if they go back to that, I'd be happy for mm. like three listens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but also kind of just going off um, some news for a little bit. Um, did we, when we discussed Adam Warren announcing mm-hmm. music, um, did we, did he mention whether it was for Super Slam or whether it was for Oceano? Because I assumed I it was know. Oceano. I assumed that as well. I assume Oceano. I mean, it'd be super easy for him to just do Super Slam, but we're coming into year four. Of, nearly year without five music, without yeah. Oceano music. And someone asked in the Death Course Mobs page. Yeah, I saw um, your little thread there. I gave you a couple of likes, I think. Yeah, I think it ended up going on a bit further from that because I had a lot of people try and you know, discredit that that's what was being said. And they were trying to say it was mm. more super slam bros. And then, you know, people were sharing the fucking thing around and there's, they still reckon it's going to be super slam. It's, I, I don't see it being that at all because of what he said, like him quoting, like, Oh, you're not ready for like what I have to say with how pissed off I am with the world. He's not going to go and put that energy and what he has to say into super slam bros. He's not going to. That is going to be Oceana's new music, especially like all the beef he had with Tom Barber and other vocalists, like being that fake woke, as he calls it. It's not going to be Super Slam. That is Oceano all day long. Yeah, legit. Like I don't understand why anyone would even can like think that it's going to be that. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, legit. Hmm. Sorry, yeah. I just got to go on for a little bit there. <clears throat> um, fuck. Is there anything else? Not really, man. It's, everything's a bit light on the news lately. Not much going on. Like, again, everyone's coming to the end of the year. We're kind of getting a few songs here and there for albums we'll be getting next year. But like, we covered the Architects and all those other singles. You just touched on the whole thing going on with Oceano and when we're going to get new music from him. Yeah, actually, just back on that, like, um, it, it would be a waste for Super Slam Bros to come through with music, especially, like, the parody band that I assume that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the amount of shit that Warren has been through, that he's, you know, kind of let us in on. Uh, That's why I just in, refuse to believe it's going to be Super Slam Bros. Yeah, like, fuck, didn't what didn't something major happen with his wife? Yeah. Like, uh, earlier towards the start of the year? He's gone through a fair bit. And then he's had his own, you know, fucking things happen with him. The Black Lives Matter thing, people yeah. just being shot fucking dead everywhere. And then, yeah, how pissed off he was with everyone. Like, I know he really went in on Tom Barber. And I think to the point where, like, Tom didn't have anything to say. Like, back. He fucking went in. Like, he full just went up and said, like, Tom Barber, you are, you're fake. Stop preaching all this stuff without going. I don't see you in the streets. Like, full stop. Like, he was just blunt. Like, he's, yeah, he's just straight up just pissed off right now. And I think this might be the best Oceano album. We're gonna get. It's I going to rage. So. It is going to rage. It's going. He's got I that really... almost like Iowa Corey Taylor and like early Vincent Bennett sort of anger and angst about him. I think right now, and it's just going to rip. I um, 
I really hope that it's going to to be like that. I really do. Mm. Um, mostly because I think we need some more aggressive deathcore. Mm-hmm. I I really think that we need that to come back in and make a that fucking... more sort of yeah that tr- I want to say traditional, but like the hate sort of prior to hate sort of deathcore sound where it was just ferocious rather than kind of what we're getting at the moment where everything's super um, done in the studio. It's kind of a bit more fagged. There's not really like, and especially in the delivery of the vocals at the moment as well, it's not, it's just who can go the lowest, who can do the craziest noises with no substance and matter. All right. Well, here's, here's a, fucking um here's a good question for you right mm-hmm. this will put you on the spot a bit so like think about it out loud if you have to if you were going to make a super group like uh, any super group with any band member ever like any artist whatever doesn't fucking matter if you wanted to make a super group any number of members who would you put in your super group and what would you call it you don't actually have to come up with a name i'd but what would you? Who would you put in your super group? Um, for any kind of music, or do you want a genre? Yeah, any, no, anything. I don't give a fuck what fuck it is. Fuck it, now. This is right on the spot, isn't it? Yeah, no, because I just, I just thought about it then, and I've okay, got yeah. a couple of, I've got a couple of things off the top. Of my yeah, head. like I would definitely have to do this for different kind of sounds. So maybe we make this a recurring thing as well. But I'll still do one now. Yeah. Um, I, this one I'm just gonna go full fucked. Um. I'm just going to go for just complete fucking and utter noise. I have to start with the main man on vocals, Dickie Allen himself. That's where, <laughs> that's where I'm going to start. Fair choice. Fair <laughs> um, choice. Drums. Bro, this is tough. I'm going to have to fucking maybe pull up a bit yeah, of music bro. here and just kind of see what we're working with. Hey. I'm going to go with, well, I can't look, remember I, his name, but yeah, he yeah, just go. left Shadow of Intent. And he's done like A Night in Texas and everyone else as well. I can't remember his name, but yeah, the last Shadow of Intent drummer. Four guitars. I'm going to have one guitarist be the man, Tozin Abassi. <laughs> this this is gonna get freaky. So he's That's gonna bring fucking weird, he's gonna bring the genty <laughs> weedily weedly stuff we need. <laughs> My other guitarist and producer, Will Putney, for oh, rhythm yeah, rhythm producer, rhythm and chugs. Just is Putney even gonna be able to keep up with person, bro? <laughs> That's, that's, it's like a dual thing like you have a screamer and a singer this is what it's gonna be tozen's just gonna be off he's gonna be like when they play live he's gonna have like his own sort of elevated pedestal not even attached to the stage but off to the side of him just up there and he's vibing just like on a throne bro. yeah like exactly fucking bit, bit of like he's gonna have like a gold light stage. and that filters down onto him and maybe some like sparkles fall on him He's going to be off there doing his own thing. And then Putters is just going to be on the... I'll I'll give Putters his own fucking throne on the other side. It's going to be black. And there's going to be flames behind him. He's just like got fucking constant real flames like behind him to a point. 
where they're like burning so hot, Will could like melt. He passes out. (laughs) So he's going to be bringing that sort of just ridiculous end, like that first EPN sort of sound. Um, And Dickie, I don't know what sound I want from Dickie yet. He's going to have to have that just brutal infant sort of stuff, but I want him to take on a bit more of a hardcore sound as well. With more emphasis on like punchier, yep. harsher lows and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, bass. Oh, I don't know where to go with bass. Mm. This is tough. I'm trying to think of who has some of my favorite bass tones. Um, maybe all mate from every time I die. So this is my just weird fucking ridiculous band. So Tozen and fucking Will just on their own pedestals either side of stage doing their own thing. See, with Tozen, I don't even want him to like just be fully in on the writing process. I just want them to record it and him come in afterwards and just put on whatever he wants on top just to have full reign. Yeah. Yeah. Give him the control, man. He knows what's up. Like he doesn't even have to like go full out wheelie wheelie over the top of everything. It just could be there for ambience and mood. Yeah. <laughs> but they're gonna play a real sort of punchy hardcore bit of deathcore in there. Sort of like a end knocked loose sort of hardcore. That's gonna be sick. I vibe. Uh, it completely that. doesn't make any sense, but I think that's what will make it so good. It's something new. <laughs> it's something new. It's something different. Maybe they can reinvent metalcore. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. These are the metalcore pioneers. That's all they'll be. <laughs> um, and I... they'll be called Fuck Northlane. <laughs> um, I, while I was just thinking, like hearing, hearing you talk, I um Yeah, that I was just know. absolute shit I just spoke. Like it just came like, out of nowhere. So I'll, I'll give I, you some proper serious ones next week. I wanted to like think of how I could like get some really interesting people to do a progressive metal album. Mm-hmm. I think the only way to do that is if you have Mike Portnoy on the drums. Oh boy. Boy. <laughs> yeah, Mike- <laughs> Yeah, Mike Portnoy on the drums, right? I was thinking also, right? And this, this is a bit, this, this is a bit of a weird one, but I'd probably have Nolly on bass. Yeah. Um, just for his tones, he's doing got, he's production got, as well. Um. Yeah, but he'd have to share that with Putney. Who's your guitarist? Who, no, he's not. Okay. No, I want um, Ben Weinman from yeah. Dillinger. And I also want um, DL from Acacia, from yeah. Old Acacia. Yeah. I want him in there. Just to um, chug it out. Because I know Ben I know ben can do the intricate Leads progressive that. that I want. Mm-hmm. But I and I know that DL can bring in the heaviness. Yeah, so just that those, kind of the oomph behind it all. So if like those two and Putney, essentially on songwriting and production, I think we could get the the chunkiness that I want 
from the album and, and you know, with Nolly on the bass, I mean, like, fucking hell, right? How good does it get? Mm-hmm. You don't get any better um, on the bass tone, I think. I, I have been tossing up whether I add in a third guitarist, but it's literally just going to be for more chug. Um, so add another bassist, then do a black tongue. Yeah, if I was going to do that, it'd be fucking um, old mate from Carnival. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember if it's John or someone. Yeah, but, I'm not entirely sure, but I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Because he's on a six, on a six string bass. Yeah. Actually, no, fuck that. Dan Hauser from Vale of Meyer. <laughs> yeah, he because he has fucking nuts tones on bass. Yeah, and even old mate from uh, After the Burial as well. He's got a fucking sick tone on the bass, especially yes. with Evergreen just coming out. Fuck boy. Bro, I just want to say that Evergreen is a really underrated album. Yeah, man. I fucks. Like, considering considering they don't have their main songwriter anymore mm-hmm. and Dig Deep not being so good, Evergreen fucks. Yeah, man. I rate that album highly. And, and honestly, man, to challenge existence, if that isn't one of the sickest fucking riffs, of last year, I am going to be yeah. so disappointed in your decision to say no. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Bap, bap, bap. Oh, oh my god! Man. What the so fuck is that? Like, I, I can hear it now, and it's giving me goosebumps. Yeah, like, and the one for in flux as well. Oh my! The god. fucking oh, bro! I think that's my favorite riff off the album. In flux is oh, so good. I I restart that song so many times, <laughs> just for the bro. start. Um. Within the Ruins is out next week. Yeah, man. So, so this I'm... week, this Friday. Yeah. So I think Ooh. we'll do that one for next week. We'll do that. I think we do our top EPs and we come back with another super band. How does that sound? See, that one's fucking tough, the EPs one, because I, I didn't listen to a lot of them this year. I noticed. Really? I've yeah. got, I was like, I've got my ones up. Like, I could tell you the three or four EPs <laughs> I listened to this year alone. Mm-hmm. And tell you what I thought about them now because, like, I just don't have any. I listen to yeah. more albums, and I don't yeah. know whether that was just because, like, there wasn't released, any EPs yeah. getting dropped. Because I mean, now I'm gonna have to go th- back through like literally everything I've added all year long and make a list. Yeah, I think we just do five. Was like fucking. Da 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 da. da. Diamond, we'll leave it for next like, week. Diamond, Diamond <laughs> Constructs, Denzel Curry, and like fucking there was one other person who dropped an EP and they were like the only decent ones. Mm. So like, like I said, I can tell you what I did now and like save the actual thing for next week. But like, there's not a lot. It's mostly just albums, which is disappointing. Yeah. Just fuck. <laughs> but it's absolutely, it's absolutely fine. These things happen, mine. But we have some some solid albums this year to make up for the lack of killer EPs. But now oh, I'm gonna legit. go and put up a good list. Fuck yeah! No, next week's gonna be a good week. And we'll do another another band. Yeah, no, like that. 
yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that going because that was fucking good. <laughs> uh, poor Will. He's going to need to go through some fucking training, bro. Yeah, I'm keen. And we'll, we'll talk about that with the Ruins album too. I'm excited. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's a good. big listen. Yeah, well, I mean, they got rid of the original vocalist. So, new yeah. album, new album, new vocalist, and pretty certain um, one of the guitarists is different now. If they, ah, right any, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it is. <laughs> it's, um, we'll let you know next episode, homies. Yes, mine, which should be out next Tuesday. Oh. Yeah. What are you doing? But I don't know. Fuck me. Anything else you want to add, sir? Not a whole lot, man. I'm about to go do some gym, have some sushi, and grind the absolute fuck out of Shadowlands, man. I've been so excited for this to release. The storyline looks that great. Happened. So today it released at uh, 9 a.m. So I'm, I've kind of let it sit for a little bit because everyone's getting thrown into the same part to start with. So it's going to be bottlenecked as fuck. So I'm going to leave it till later and I'm going to grind a late one tonight. I think I'm going to pick up a few snacky poos and stuff and go for a big boy sesh tonight. Oh, that's... So I'll be in Discord to chat later. Very boy. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got to try and get fucking my multiplayer hours up in Cardo. <laughs> I may jump in there for a break if I need. Because I think I'm... Like I'm nearly sitting at three hours played, and most of it's just zombies. I think zombies is that a <laughs> you mean full... three days? Yeah, sorry, zombies. Is at, um, zombies is nearly like two days in yeah, like two and a half days. Multiplayer is only like ten hours, so <laughs> gotta gotta pump up them numbers, man. Those some rookie numbers, but. That's essentially it from us. Yeah, this has been episode three of The Heavy Boys. I've been Brody. That's been Bailey. Bailey, thanks for having a chat. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been lovely talking shit, chopping it up. It's always lovely speaking to you, mate. But before I go, just want to give myself a quick plug. I am streaming on Twitch most of the time now. Uh, you'll be able to find me at twitch.tv forward slash coach underscore mud butt. Playing a lot of ops recently, but he does uh, literally have a mud butt. And sometimes, if you're in the stream, you'll catch it. Oh, bro, I am known to shit my pants. <laughs> so, um, come watch us. We're fucking grinding out multiplayer at the moment. But um, you want to see some high round zombie gameplay, you'll also find it on my channel. We are very um, thankful been... for you to be here. Absolutely. Again, we've been boys, Bailey and Brody. This has been Heavy Boys. Thanks for listening. And um, catch you in the next one. Fuck you, kid. Yeah, <laughs> doggy.